Hey, everybody. Kurt Frankham with the Leading LDS Corecast. This is not the traditional Leading LDS podcast. Um, and if you're looking for it, you'll want to find it. But this isn't it. This is just a fun podcast I do. Turn on, on my phone and uh, talk into it and talk leadership and life and behind the scenes of Leading LDS. So today is uh, June uh, 26th, near the end of the day. I'm headed home from teaching my class at LDS Business College. But earlier today, I experienced the last day of the Mission President Seminar, which they now call Mission the Mission Leadership Seminar, which is great. Um, and obviously, they want to be more inclusive of the uh, Mission President and their wives. And, uh, you know, this has been like, I wasn't planning on talking about this, but might as well since we're here. Um, as far as like what we call mission president wives, this is interesting. And I'm sure there's discussions with uh, the powers that be and people with much more authority than I have um, as far as what they should call mission president's wives. And uh, being at the at the seminar the last uh, four days, five days, I forget how long it was, um, they, they should just call, they should just call everybody president. Like even the, or, or the, the, the wives are also being called as mission presidents, just like somebody's called as a Relief Society president. I just, sometimes, I don't know, sometimes nomenclature in the church, people, we have to do gymnastics and it's very, it's riddled with culture and uh, anyways, I think we should just call them all mission presidents and, you know, and then we could still just, just call them president, uh, you know, call the, the husband, president, whomever, and call the wife, sister, whatever. And of course, obviously some groups would have a, would have a problem with that, but obviously we can't call them both president so-and-so. There'd just be more confusion. I guess you could, but I mean, just for simplicity's sakes and keeping with the tradition of calling them sister, do that, but set them apart as a mission president. Anyways, that's my thoughts. But again, it probably links. I mean, we're talking keys and priesthood, and I'm sure it would never happen that. But anyways, that was nothing. I wasn't even planning on talking about that or commenting on that, but, uh, I just, and I didn't really have anything specific to say other than, uh, mission presidents, mission leadership seminars over. And it was just quite frankly, phenomenal and remarkable in every imaginable way. And you look at those mission presidents going out and you're just like, man, look at you go, man. You're just like, as you see them at the, at the conclusion of the, the conference, you know, literally they're, they're just like, weeping with the spirit and you're just so proud of them and you just can't wait for them to get out there and experience the mission and go lead those those young missionaries that are just full of faith and want to do a good job and oh man what a wonderful spirit was uh elder uchtdorf was the last speaker of the day and man over and obviously i haven't given you a daily update every day uh i've just been well, it doesn't matter. Anyways, but, you know, Elder Uchtdorf talked about just how awesome, I forget the phrasing he used, um, you know, it just is a wonderful, isn't it great that we can be involved in this good work and go forth and do a good job and so forth. 
Uh, Elder Bednar gave a talk. Oh my goodness. Like the fact I sit there and listen to this talk and I'm actually backstage running slides, right? So I have to click the slide at a certain time, but I'm being so drawn in by the words. I'm like, I'm surprised I didn't make a mistake. Um, but, uh, man, I mean, I sit there and listen to this talk and I'm just like, this is, nobody's going to hear this. It's just this room and obviously mission presidents around the world that have access to the missionary portal online can access it. But man, it, it was such rich doctrine about revelation and, uh, spiritual revelation, I think was the main topic of his talk. And it, man, the experiences and scriptures he shared. <laughs> I've obviously will not attempt to do it justice just in this podcast. Um, who else talked today? Elder Renlin talked about. So get this. He told this story. Man, just remarkable. He uh, Let's see. His topic was, um, oh, oh, attributes of Christ, right? And I think that's a, 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 a chapter in Preach My Gospel. Talking about attributes of Christ, him and his wife, which this is another little caveat I took away from the conference that I learned as far as from a leadership perspective, is how much they involve their wives so if you're in a stake presidency out there or in a bishopric, like consider like when you do a fifth Sunday meeting or you do a state conference, like involve your wives. Like, and this is one thing we tried to do in the state presidency I was in is that state conference, especially when we didn't have a visiting authority, we tried to give out, get away from the, okay, everybody comes in this room, stand in the front of the room and uh, talk at us like a sacrament meeting, right? Obviously, Sunday session is a little more formal, and that's just what it turns into. But especially Saturday night, we were always trying to get like a panel. We get Q and A's going. We get activities going. Uh, you know, people walking around with microphones, getting comments, and anyways, make it really interactive. But um, so going back to what I saw modeled in this seminar is that uh, you know Elder Holland and Sister Holland uh, gave their talk together, their presentation. Elder and Sister Renland. Um, who else? In previous years, I've seen the uh, Stevensons both got up and did it. Um, just so, anyways, some takeaway. But where was I? Oh, oh yeah, the, the Renlands. So uh, they talk about the attributes of Christ, and Elder Renland talked about what he learned from his. Uh, he had two mission presidents. He served in Sweden back in 1974-ish, and. Um, he talked about his first mission president and their wives, and then he and how he had maintained contact with them. They said, "I'll have a good relationship," and uh, he's and both of his mission presidents have passed on, <clears throat> but uh, these their wives are still alive and they have good contact with them. So what happened? He told the story, which he related to what an attribute of crisis was is that his first mission president, after he returned home, a few years after he returned home, he had some health problems, which impacted his personality to the point that he um, actually had an affair on his wife and lost his membership in the church and then married, you know, the woman, you know, they divorced and then married the woman he had an affair with. And then... Um, they spent, you know, like 20 years later, this, this, the mission president's second wife divorced him 
And then now he was this 85, 80-something-year-old man that was impoverished and, and had health problems. And what happened was that his first wife, President Renlund's mission president wife, again, we don't know what to call him, um, went back and, and uh, basically married him again and then helped nurse him and, and his health declined a little bit more. They got him in a rest home so that she could visit him daily and their, their ceiling was still intact. So they didn't have to get sealed again. And, uh, and then she supported him until he died. And then Elder Renlin, right after he got called to the corner of the 12, went to, uh, the rest home with, uh, you know, the wife of this former mission president and, uh, Elder Renlin gave him an apostolic blessing. And two days later, he passed away. And anyways, you just use this story so masterfully in this presentation of the example that this woman was in his life of the attributes of Christ, of how she, you know, she had every right to just have ill feelings towards her ex-husband who, you know, obviously cheated on her and, and really made her life difficult. Um, but nonetheless returned and forgave him and they got married and, and it was just a beautiful story, you know. So the Renlins talked and it was awesome. And President uh, President Iring talked this morning. It was just great. I'm trying to think what remember what he talked about. We just had a, this conference talk Phil. On other days, uh, Elder Cook actually uh, spoke at the, the main devotional, the missionary devotional. I didn't hear it, but I was in the rehearsal, so I heard it that way. And he actually showed some pictures of him and Elder Holland on their mission, which was cool to see. Uh, since they were companions on their mission. Um, but, man, the just ton of emphasis on, like I mentioned previous uh, podcasts, ton of emphasis on Preach My Gospel, using it and for training and keeping it the core of, of the direction of any mission. Um, a lot of talk on not using uh, the term you know, Mormon or LDS to describe, to, to describe the church, but to use the full name. Um, and it was just remarkable. And it's just so fun to like be there and hear them in the small room. And then you go out and you're eating a, some, you know, a cup of nuts next to Elder Uchtdorf and Elder Bednar walks by and and then you see, I got a picture with uh, Jeremy, uh, uh, I forget his name, the pitcher, Jeremy uh, Gutridge. Anyway, I forget his name. That's weird. I haven't forgotten his name before. Anyways, the former MLB pitcher, I uh, got a picture with him. You can see that on Instagram. And uh, I talked with uh, Checkets, Dave Checkets, who's been on the podcast. I'm like, hey, I was the guy that interviewed you. And he's like, oh, cool. And I interviewed his son as well. And so I talk, we talked about that. But it's just cool to be there. You know, obviously, I was backstage just running slides. But just such an incredible spirit. And I feel so fortunate that I was able to to bask in that. And it just reminded me how far I've um, 
maybe distance myself from that like intensity of the spirit. You know, obviously, I don't know. And, and it's not that I've like slipped off into rebellion or anything like that, but you know, day-to-day life just gets so hectic and you have different focuses and responsibilities. And I guess there's no way to always be like in that intensity. You know, there's this, uh, this ebb and flow to all things, especially spiritual things. And so, um, it is what it is, but I'm just so grateful I could be there. And uh, I hope to be a better missionary.